This, 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 this is mythical. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues. And the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've heard I've, you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but right. I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of sure, instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. In August 2019 at the National Buffalo Wing Festival in Buffalo, New York, Drew Serza, a.k.a. the Wing King of Buffalo, said, We're going to have Hidden Valley Ranch dressing available for all of our out-of-town guests. This inclusion left Buffalonians concerned that the world had no regard for the proper dipping sauce for wings. Were they wrong? Today we discuss ranch or blue cheese. This is a hot dog as a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Ayer. And I'm your host, Nicole Hendy-Zadet. And today we are asking ranch versus blue cheese. This is maybe the most important... I think life-changing, life-altering question we've ever asked. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, <laughs> not not necessarily, but I think this does strike one of those pain points with a regional audience and it's going to lead to <laughs> oh, us getting no. a lot more one stars. Please, please, a uh, disclaimer. If you are from somewhere that is that has a preference on your sauces, please do not come for us. We are but messengers <laughs> like 95- of our crap opinions. No, no, no. You, you come to us, Buffalo, stupid Bills Mafia breaking table. Actually, I really do like of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they're a very fun football team to yeah. watch. Wasn't uh, the Buffalo Bills... Oh, no, Nicole's talking sports. <laughs> Nicole, do it. Uh, Dennis Rodman was on the Bulls, and the, he... And the, he but that's the Chicago, Chicago Bulls. Bulls. I'm so sorry. The Buffalo Bills in football. Golly! <laughs> uh, anyways, uh... Blue cheese. People from <laughs> Buffalo will tell you that like blue cheese is the only way to go with chicken wings. However, blue cheese and ranch are both commonly served with wings. Yeah. Like when you go to Wingstop, my favorite wing chain, sorry, Buffalo Wild Wings. You got a lot of TVs. Oh my gosh, they have so many TVs. That's so many why TVs. you go. That's why you go. Yeah. That's why I do go. I miss going to Buffalo Wild. If there was one experience that I could bring back from quarantine. Uh-huh. It'd be Buffalo Wild Wings. Not like hugging people or seeing <laughs> friends or anything or like going that. Or going to parties. Or going to parties. No, no, no. It would just be sitting at Buffalo Wild Wings alone drinking a half-flat Coors Light oh at 11.30 a.m. So uh, on a Sunday to watch football. Uh, but no, uh, ranch and blue cheese are both commonly eaten. But Buffalo really loves to claim ownership over the buffalo wing despite it spreading so far. Mm-hmm. So where do you stand on this? I love blue cheese. 
all day, every day. Not even as a wing dipping sauce. I just like blue cheese dressing. I like blue cheese crumbles. I like it on a wedge salad. I like it, you know, on the side of, you know, a steak. Have you, One time I made a steak and I made blue cheese compound butter. Wow. What a wonderful mm, experience. Mm, yum. Oh, that does sound yeah. good. <laughs> Stop making fun <laughs> of me. I'm not making fun of you. It does, yeah, it you sounds are. really good. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I love blue cheese and I think it's versatile and I think people just have a weird aversion to mold. You think blue cheese is versatile? I think it's so versatile. You didn't name a lot of foods that I, I didn't necessarily, well, you kind of just named like wing salad and then steak, but steak wouldn't really be blue cheese. Like, would you put blue cheese dressing on a steak? Because blue cheese dressing, right? It's like What are we arguing? What? Blue cheese dipping sauce? Well, yeah, like dipping sauce, dressing. Oh, oh, I just like blue cheese in general. <laughs> I brought up a list of blue cheeses that I like. Well, no, but I mean, a, a lot of people, like, as a kid, I didn't know that blue cheese was a standalone cheese. Because oh, I had only had it in dressing form. And I had huh. only had, like, bad dressing form. And I think bad blue cheese dressing is much worse than bad What is ranch. bad blue cheese dressing? Wishbone blue. We're never getting a I wishbone. I wishbone. Wishbone blue cheese dressing. There is no blue oh cheese God. in there. It's like a little bit of mold my powder. parents love And then wishbone. all parents love wishbone blue cheese dressing. That's why we grew up with it. Tastes like America. It, it does. It tastes like corn syrup and chemicals. Yeah, America. Exactly. America. Their French dressing. Wow. I, I have nothing but I love Wishbone. I love the shape of their bottles. Great. Bottle. I will I think Ken's steakhouse is is way <gasps> too highfalutin. That's the best. It's blue a good cheese blue cheese dressing, dressing of all time. I can't bring myself to buy like fancy salad dressings because I'm either buying like Hidden Valley or like a Wishbone equivalent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or I'm making my own. Mm-hmm. I'm like I ain't spending no seven forty nine for Paul Newman. Do you like making your own ranch? Yes. Are I you, love making my own ranch. Is it as good as a bottled ranch? <sighs> It's not as good as so good as this we, we we need to, to offer up a correction here for a previous uh-huh. episode. I don't even know what the heck we were talking about. We mentioned how good Cisco Ranch is and we brought up specifically yeah. Outback. Yeah. Outback S- makes a ranch in house. Oh no. No, but I mean to me that's a testament of <gasps> I love taking foods that are like really good prefab like mm-hmm. stovetop stuffing, right? Like yeah, I love sure. making my own homemade version of stovetop stuffing and trying to make it taste exactly like that. And I love doing Mm -hmm. that with like Cisco Ranch. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, Cisco is the gigantic food distribution company that delivers like 10-gallon drums of, uh, what's the one, Cattleman's? Cattleman's barbecue sauce. There's like brands remember. that only exist that go through Cisco yeah. and sell like in 10 gallon increments. Yeah. And so like every, you know, crappy chain across America uses the same barbecue sauce Even that comes like from Cisco. Small, small mom and pop restaurants. Even small mom and pops, yeah. They'll Cisco source. does a lot of good Like a lot of diners, yeah. especially that have really big menus yeah. and aren't specializing. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. Is it blue cheese dressing just ranch plus blue cheese that's okay this comes to a very good point because (laughs) ranch is the mother sauce blue cheese (laughs) dressing is the variation on the mother sauce it's like you have hollandaise then you add shallots and tarragon and you get bernays (laughs) you have ranch dressing and you add blue cheese crumbles and you get blue cheese dressing which is why I think ranch is superior Escoffier is rolling (laughs) in his grave right now at the disrespect that you are giving towards his mother sauce that's fine tear down your French cooking idols All right, because the Hidden Valley Corporation made so much more money and made so many more people more happy. More money than Escoffia? You don't know that. Where are your sets? I think I know that. Where are your sets? Uh, I, I, God, I don't... I, oh, oh, rifle through the papers. <laughs> uh, no, but actually Hidden Valley is worth a ton of money. They got Top Chef money. They sponsor entire wow. seasons of Top Chef Last Chance that. Kitchen, which is also one of the most brilliant digital What's marketing that? devices. Last Chance Kitchen? 
So Top Chef, uh, the Hidden Valley would occasionally sponsor like a quick fire challenge on Top Chef where okay. it would literally be like. Those are fun. Yeah. There's, oh, they're so fun. Yeah. And they can get all wacky with it. Like their rental draft sponsored one one year and uh-huh. they literally had to only cook using rental draft as oh, the fun. like equipment. So people were like fashioning like saute pans out of just rental draft. Oh, that's so fun. It's so fun. They, Sign me up. Can they, I go? What? On the show? On Top Chef? Can I go? Yeah. I don't think I would win. But I would just I know, be happy I, to be there. A lot of people are like, Josh, you should go on Top Chef. And I was like, literally, like, the one of the first challenges there is called, like, the prep relay, where it's like, uh. you have to perfectly break down or truss chickens. And oh, you have no. to, like, yeah, it's a lot of, like, technical stuff that I have Ooh. no idea. I feel like I could go on Chopped, Cutthroat Kitchen, all the garbage food network shows. Yeah. Top Chef is an entirely different level that I could not hack it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to be a Doshy. silly guest judge. Doing things that, like, Doshi and, like, make compressed a, make air. The, make the flotant or whatever. No, can't do that. <laughs> Can't do that. Coquille Saint-Jacques. No, no. no. What am I going to uh, do with what? that? What? Don't even say What? Scoffier. But anyways, Hidden Valley, they sponsored an entire series of Last Chance Kitchen on okay. Top Chef, which is when a contestant gets kicked off Top Chef now, you go to bravotv.com. This is an ad for Bravo at this so point. so funny. You go to bravotv.com and there's a digital only series okay. where like the last two chefs that got kicked off cook against each other. Oh. And then the person who like runs the table gets back into the competition. Like Ink Master. <laughs> Probably. I don't I watch, watch Ink Ma- That's just <laughs> Tattoo Top Chef? I watch a lot of Ink Master for some You watch all no those shows. You watch the glass blowing one? Oh my God, they're so good. I love the glass. Blown Away. What a phenomenal <laughs> show. I love Ink Master and I love Blown Away, but I don't watch Real Housewives. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'll follow any show that's that structure of Top Chef. Yeah. Where it's like a bunch of contestants get kicked off every week, different challenge, yeah. like quick fire for 10 minutes. They they absolutely nailed that format. What I'm saying is Hidden Valley <laughs> in 1970 uh, got bought by the Clorox Corporation. No way. It's actually a crazy story. So, so ranch dressing was invented by a dude who I think he, I think he was a plumber. He, he had a ranch. What? In Los yeah, Angeles, he, yeah. He literally Not had in Los Angeles in California, sorry. Yeah, it's kind of in the in the central coast, I think yeah. the Santa Inez region. Mm-hmm. Um and he literally started a like a dude ranch, which was really popular back in the day from the mm-hmm. movie City Slickers with Billy Crystal. Ugh, love him. <laughs> I watched when Harry met Sally for the first time recently. Never seen it. Why is the ADD firing so hard today? I don't know. Did you have a Diet Coke? Oh, I literally have an empty Red Bull next oh, to me. That makes sense. Why. That makes sense. We cracked the code. <laughs> but anyways, dude ranches is like really popular back uh-huh. then. He starts a ranch for tourists to come in. Uh, and he was like, we need a signature food product for our ranch. Okay. Uh, and so it, it was originally called something else, but then he renamed the ranch Hidden Valley Ranch. Um, eventually, wow. but he literally was just like, let's whip up a salad dressing and they would cook for people and they would make this and people would go, wow, that's the best thing I ever eat in my life. And he would send them home with souvenirs with the branded wow. like Hidden Valley Ranch jars. Uh, and then they started making the ranch powder because it was very like shelf stable. Mm-hmm. And then it blew up. 1970 got bought by the Clorox Corporation, went wow. wide on distribution. And then in the 90s, it surpassed Italian dressing as the top selling dressing in all of America. Wow, what an acquisition. But how quick that happened. It's well, it, it's ranch is delicious. I'm not denying that ranch yeah, is I, I agree. delicious. Blue cheese sauce, is delicious too. And it's not a great t- I love to dip my fries in ranch. I love to dip my pizza in ranch. But blue cheese, let me tell you why blue cheese is so good. Because things that are polarizing are my favorite. Like you either mm. love them or you hate them. Like no one kind of likes blue cheese. Mm-hmm. You either are obsessed with it, love it, want to slather it on everything, or you absolutely hate it like Maggie. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant you absolutely hate it like the way you hate Maggie. No, I love 
Maggie. I was like, she's my the God, best. Nicole, she's right there. Maggie, she listens to everything we say. Maggie's the best, although she hates blue cheese, but whatever. <laughs> oversee. That's an oversight. But um, yeah, I think foods that are polarizing like that are my favorite because they have this crazy fan base. Mm-hmm. And when you try blue cheese with different things, it changes your perspective on food because, you know, it's just mold. You're eating mold. And I have a mold allergy. Wait, you want to hear? I have a mold allergy and I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> and I still love blue cheese. Dressing. I don't care if I get sick and die and uh, throw up. I will still enjoy my blue cheese. No one eats more dairy than the lactose intolerant yep, community. That's it's, me. It's, it's literally like the forbidden fruit. It's like telling a, a teen that they can't. It's the prohibition theory. Exactly. Like you tell someone you can't have something, so you want it more. Yeah. Except instead of, you know, uh, getting arrested by the police for illegally drinking alcohol, you, you poop your pants. Imagine. If you would go to jail for having dairy products, never that. But yeah, I I think ranch is, you know, just everyone loves ranch. Ranch is accessible. Ranch is friendly. Ranch is like the guy in school that would like let everyone cheat off of his paper. So that's why you liked him. Herbie. Herbie. Herbie in high school. Yeah, yeah. Herbert. Herbert Cofer the third. That's nice. Super and he nice was guy. Liked by everybody. Like, oh my God. Her- Herbie was liked by literally everybody. Yeah. I copied every single test answer from him yeah. in AP Econ senior year. Yeah. And he was totally cool that he'd like angle the papers in different ways so different people could look at it. Yeah. But Herbie ain't going nowhere in life. No, he's like Herbie's a really successful engineer. Stop. I know what you're point, saying. I know what you're saying. My point it has to be made regardless. But you know, that <laughs> annoying theater kid that everyone hated and like had like two friends. Kyle. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, you know, hated by some, loved by others, doesn't care what other people think, enjoys life for what it is. That is blue cheese dressing, and that's why it's the best. Also, works so well with the spice of a wing. Yeah, he's like an art curator in New York now. Well, Kyle, I appreciate you, Mr. <laughs> blue Cheese Man. Kyle is my blue cheese. Someone from my high school is going to listen to this and, like, DM me on Instagram and be like, When's your hey, it's reunion? messed up. My, re- my, high, my 10-year high school reunion was supposed to be 2020. I was class of 2010. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. I wanted to go back and dunk on everybody. Yeah, be you like, would have totally dunked on everybody. I know. I, like, I'm the technically the most famous person for my high school graduating class. Except, nice. except for maybe uh, Kalini <laughs> Fagata for her uh, work on 90 Day Fiance. Oh. Um, so, Kalini, <laughs> shout out. You're a great friend and track and field teammate, and I'm very happy for your success. But I'm more popular than you. By a little bit. She's climbing, though, and I'm falling uh, because of this podcast. It's so rambling. (laughs) I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's talk about blue cheese versus ranch specifically. Okay. On a wing. Okay. Well, like, what do you think actually works flavor-wise? Because I agree with you that blue cheese is polarizing, which I don't think is necessarily a negative. I know I, I talk about popular populism in foods and mm-hmm. that if more people like something, there's wisdom in crowds. As Don DeLillo famously said, the future belongs to crowds. Mm. And if that is true, then ranch is the winner in this situation. But I agree with you that these polarizing foods, they're polarizing because they offer a lot. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing that's inoffensive tasting is polarizing. Blue cheese is... You know, really bold, and I love that flavor, absolutely. Um, but on a wing is, I think, what we should actually be like okay. really determining this on. It's always blue cheese for me. It's always been blue cheese, and I specifically date men who like ranch, Whoa. so uh, they don't get in my way of success. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, it's true. My my favorite thing. I, I I agree with you. Actually, I will almost exclusively go blue. Like I'm thinking about Wingstop, right? Because that's yeah. my main frame of, of okay. reference for wings. I go to Wingstop. I get 20 wings. I get 10 buffalo. I get five, some sort of like sweet one, and then five of like a dry rubbed, you know, Cajun yeah, thing. That's good. But it's got to be always like 50 percent buffalo. Buffalo. And yeah. you only. I don't even like the other wings. I just eat them as a palate cleanser to remind me how good the buffalo wings are. That's good. That's a good point. Thank you. That's wow, my strategy. That's actually really smart. Yeah, wow, but but if I'm also getting fries, and I don't love Wingstop's fries, but I like having something starchy uh-huh. to go. They put sugar in the seasoning salt on it, and it's just like meh. It doesn't. I don't like fries. I just want to be slathered in sauce. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just butter me up, baby. Yeah, yeah, throw, yeah, yeah. throw me in the vinegar sauce, sauce. on the face. Uh, <laughs> but I like to dip my. I prefer fries with ranch, but I do prefer buffalo wings with blue cheese. I think there's something about how... didn't you just say we're arguing the wings? I know. We we are. We are. We are for now. But I mean, like, I think we should go wing argument and then a general argument. Okay. Right? So wings, I do always go blue cheese because, like, there's an argument to be made for both, right? Ranch, technically, I don't believe ranch would be the mother sauce for blue cheese because ranch, I think, has the addition of herbs. You just said it, though. Yeah, I like to say a lot of things. But are you argue in circles Are you around. going back? Well, no. Base definition of ranch, right? I think if you if you went with the most basic definition of ranch, which would probably include Hidden Valley, mm-hmm. then I think that blue cheese would be a derivative of the mother sauce. Because ranch is pretty much just like a couple different types of dairy. You probably yeah. got like sour cream. You probably got buttermilk. You know, you probably got, I don't know, maybe something else. And then uh, a lot of times there's just whole milk in there mm-hmm. kind of rounded out. Uh, and then you have mayonnaise, any sort of emulsification of egg and oil, and then some sort of herbs. vinegar. Oh, but I mean, how many how many herbs are actually in Hidden Valley Ranch? Green. How many green specks? Like Four. what? How many green specks per square milliliter? Four different kinds of green specks. One of them is a dark green that might be black pepper. <laughs> I think it's probably the black pepper. Okay, but when I make ranch at home, like I like it to be really herbaceous, right? So I'm putting yeah. a ton of like parsley and dill and chives in there, mm-hmm. but like. Hidden Valley Ranch, I think if you add blue cheese to Hidden Valley Ranch, that's just blue cheese dressing. Yeah, I agree with right? you. Yes, I agree with you. I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know what you're saying right me now. Neither. It's bothering me. Me too. What's wrong? I got the brain fog, Do you want to drink water? No, no, Red Bull, Red Bull, Red Bull. <laughs> so the value of ranch dressing with buffalo wings okay. would probably come from the freshness of the herbs to mm-hmm. offset the fatty spiciness, to either offset or complement the fatty spiciness of the buffalo sauce. Whereas the blue cheese, you get that heavy, offensively delicious blue cheese flavor mm-hmm. to sort of like, um, what is it called in fashion? Power clashing? I Color blocking? It's where you wear like two very different patterns mm-hmm. on like pattern your pants and your jacket. Maybe, maybe pattern clashing? Okay, I don't know. I'm not uh, Rhett and Link's assistant, Jenna, was like, Rhett and Link are so great at power clashing. And I was like, dang, that's a cool word. Yeah. <laughs> so there's like, you know, that theory where you have two very different things coming together. But if they're both so strong and so awesome... They create a beautiful harmony yeah. inside your mouth or inside your body. That's how I feel with yeah. blue cheese. Yeah, 100%. I think I might agree with you because I, I like big, bold, Guy Fieri, Flavortown flavors. For sure. Yeah. I think I would agree that – I, but I don't think it's the only – in the same way that I get <laughs> distracting dummy flavors uh-huh. to make my buffalo wings taste better. Yeah. That is how I operate with ranch and blue cheese and my buffalo wings as well. I go Got two it. in the blue cheese, one in the ranch – to remind me of how good the blue cheese is. So what what I, what I do when I eat wings is I eat one buffalo wing dipped in blue cheese, one buffalo wing dipped in ranch, one barbecue wing to reset my palate, then back to the buffalo wings, two in the two in the blue cheese, mm-hmm. then back to like, you know, the Korean dry rub. Is this like how people map out like football games? 
Yeah, yeah. This is me like game, like diagramming. Are you gamifying eating wings right now? You have to to (laughs) to maximize the pleasure of eating wings. You have to over diagram it to death. No, until it's not fun anymore. No, I keep it simple. You just get the buffalo wings and then you dip them in the blue (laughs) cheese. And then maybe if you really want, you can dip the the carrot stick in the ranch. But that's the only time because it's a palate. Are you supposed to eat the carrot sticks? I always. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Some of the it's it's instead of you getting weird. (laughs) Like obtuse, odd flavors of wings. I eat the vegetables on the side. The, those aren't even edible. It's like the, yeah, it's like the are. kale that lines the buffet at the Sizzler. They're totally you know, edible. So do you eat the kale those in the are, Sizzler buffet? No, I don't go to Sizzler buffets. You don't go to Sizzler buffets. That's America. No, uh, so is Wishbone. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> no, I instead of me getting more wings on the side that are like weird flavors that I would never eat anyways. Actually, I would eat them, but whatever. <laughs> They would muddy my experience of the buffalo wing. So, yeah, I dipped the carrot in the ranch to neutralize the intense, delicious, beautiful blue cheese and buffalo flavors. Yeah, I don't like raw carrots. got soft teeth. That's okay. You can ask them to blanch it for you. <laughs> can you just drop this carrot in the fryer with yeah. the wings? <laughs> yeah, just and then bring it out to you in a mush. And that can be your palate cleanser. That makes sense. So, so do I win? Blue cheese? Well, I don't know. Let's talk. Okay, because we're talking ranch ranch versus blue cheese with regards to wings. And I Uh I do agree with you that blue cheese are better. Blue cheese are? (laughs) I do agree with you that blue cheese is better Uh with specifically buffalo wings. However, if there's no buffalo sauce involved on wings, because buffalo wing, right? Like buffalo wing specifically to me at least means some sort of vinegary hot sauce mixed with could be butter. It could be some sort of chemically emulsified fat thing. Yeah. But it's like vinegar-based hot sauce mixed with some sort of fat on the wings. But like, I don't know, do like lemon pepper dry wings count as buffalo wings or are those just wings? I think those are just wings. So it's got to be specifically buffalo. I agree that buffalo and blue cheese is the best combination. Mm -hmm. I think there is a reason that people have eaten that. It is a beautiful power clash in the mouth. However, like I (laughs) I ranch up most of my food. Yeah, you And do. I especially ranch up a lot of my chicken. Yeah, you do. Would you put, like, on just a straight fried naked chicken wing, maybe with a little, like, dry Cajun spice on it, would you go ranch or blue cheese on, like, a dry rubbed wing? I don't I don't enjoy dry rubbed At wings all? enough to say that. I mm. When I go – when I'm going to, to a Buffalo Wild Wings or a wing sub, whatever, I'm getting buffalo wings. That's what I'm doing. I, I do mean, you, do I, you get any other flavors as like a – The mango habaneras mm. – mango habaneras are really good. But I'm a purist when it comes to wings. I don't want the Korean chili spice. I don't care for the rage and Cajun. I don't care for the lemon pepper. I just – love buffalo sauce so much that I think it muddies my experience. Well, how do you feel about like, uh, I mean, you mentioned Korean. I mean, Korean chicken wings are one of the greatest things in all of the world. I used to live in Koreatown. I lived right next to the Prince that had like some of the best chicken wings. Sure. Like Mm. if I'm going to the Prince or the Obi Bear, that's different. That's different. Yeah. But if I'm going to Buffalo Wild Wings, like I just give me some buffalo wings. Let me pretend to be interested in the football game. Let me drink a beer. Like give me some blue cheese. I'm done. You know, I don't need all the, I don't need the You're watching the football game? Pretending. I said pretending. The person who just said Dennis Rodman (laughs) played for the Buffalo Bills? I'm sorry. I mixed them up. It happens. He had cool hair and is friends with Kim Jong-un. OJ Simpson is the one who played for the Buffalo Bills. Oh. Yeah. You might know him from his work in other things. Yeah. He wrote a book. He's like some sort of a driver. Yeah, he also wrote a book. Re- oh, yeah, he wrote a book called likes, if, if I Did It. Yeah, likes to collect memorabilia. Yeah, sure wink, does. Wink. Sure does. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so now have we decided that blue cheese and well, no, buffalo no, no. wings let's, are the let's, best? Let's, 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 blue cheese and buffalo wings, are. I would agree, are the best. I think 
Buffalo, love the Bills Mafia, five-star this podcast. We can't stand anymore. 90% of our one stars are from St. Louis people mad about my take on St. Louis pizza. Correct. And then also people who hate cilantro telling me that I'm prejudiced against them. Uh, Which is fine, right? I love the fact that we pretty much only have five-star reviews and one-star reviews on the podcast. Polarizing. Polarizing. We are the blue cheese. cheese. I am the blue cheese of a podcast. I am the hot knife. (laughs) Nobody's going to get that, but you No, so the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no one's going to get that. One of our original pitch names for the podcast was, I don't, one of those things where we weren't serious unless people thought it was good, <laughs> then we were serious, <laughs> but it was butter and the hot knife. Guess which one I am. I still don't remember. I'm butter. And I'm the <laughs> hot knife. That's what we were going to do. So embarrassing. Oh, it's so this embarrassing. This podcast is just a way to embarrass each other. Yeah, I kind of love it. I kind of love it. I'm not going to You can't make me stop eating ranch dressing. You have to come down to my home. If the government wants to come to my home and take the ranch dressing out of my hands, they're going to be in for it. I'll tell you what. <laughs> you spent all your stimulus check on ranch, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit. Oh well, God. I bought my own ranch distilling kit. I bought barrels to age my ranch. Aged ranch? <laughs> One of the most delicious things I ever made, though, was Humboldt Fog Ranch. Oh, my. Humboldt Fog is blue cheese. Humboldt Fog is blue cheese, but I put a ton of fresh herbs in it that typically would not be in a blue cheese dressing. That's, Nicole, that's what we need. You they made- need to put. They need to either put blue cheese into an herbaceous ranch or herbs into a moldy-ass blue cheese dressing, and then you get the perfect Fine. dressing. Fine. Combine them. Fine. You and I are the same. Fine. Reach across the aisle. Okay. Blue cheese ranch. We call it- bl- Right in the middle. We call it blanche. <laughs> Roo cheese, roo cheese, cheese. Fine. Welcome to roo cheese drag race. (laughs) I'm sharp cheddar. (laughs) I'm (laughs) Brie. Fine, fine. We will. Okay, let's let's agree. Blue cheese ranch hybrid at the next wing franchise that we create. I agree, but we have to tie it to a random city in New York. It can't be Buffalo. Albany. Albany. No, Albany no, no. style. Uh, Ith- Ithaca? 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 Ithaca's got a cool, like, little, they got a lot of colleges there, a yeah. lot of college kids. They're Ithaca. drunk. You got ranch in my blue cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you got blue cheese in my ranch. I go to Cornell. It's in Ithaca. It's the only thing I know about Ithaca. There's oh. like a bunch of like giant gorges. What's that, a gorge? Like a canyon. So we should call the dressing gorge dressing. Gorge dressing. There's a ton of gorges in Ithaca. Uh-huh. We should call it gorge dressing. Okay. Gorge style roux cheese. <laughs> Buy it at mythical.com. That sounds great. I think I think we I think we found a nice happy medium. Yeah. We did it. Amen. Good job. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right, Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. 
It's time for a segment we call Opinions Are Like Casseroles. All right, we got Gary Veracci. Gordon Ramsay's recipes are bad. Yes, come no, take down the king. Not, Junkyard dog. No, <clears throat> no, he, his beef Wellington is good. Not that I, I've ever made it. I think what he's talking about are like the recipes that Gordon Ramsay might publish on something called like GordonRamsay.com, which oh. is probably just a very like underpaid recipe developer mm-hmm. who is very pressed for time and probably is like writing random stuff down, slapping Gordon Ramsay's face on it. Yeah, so I might agree with that. I don't think. His recipes himself are bad. I think that the food media landscape is undervalued and overexploited. Oh, that that's real deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think okay. that's probably the root of what this person's talking about, right? Uh, I don't think so. I just think they think Gordon Ramsay's recipes are bad. <laughs> that might make sense, too. Yeah, I don't really like Gordon Ramsay's style of food. He's, he's not my thing. I love that people... Love him. I know that I'm... this sounds silly, but I feel like I, if I was born in England, I would love English food. Like, I love, like, the idea of, like, a Sunday roast with, like, yeah. Yorkshire pudding and, like, mm-hmm. a beautiful piece of meat and some peas on the side. Like, that sounds like a beautiful dish to me. I, I just wasn't raised on it, so I don't eat it as much. I think, I think, yeah, I was going to say English food gets a bad rap, but it maybe does. it's maybe it's deserved. But there's, like, a lot of really delicious. I mean, one, meat pies, steak and kidney pie. Oh, my gosh, I love steak and kidney pie. Absolutely I, delicious. Toad in a hole. Yeah, ba- bangers are a really delicious sausage. Yeah. What's that place? Old King's Head in Santa Monica? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Their steak and kidney pies are phenomenal. Utterly delicious. I had, ain't nothing wrong with some just good, stodgy, starchy Pasty? British food. Past, Cornish pasty. Pasties. Wait, I only know that for, from Harry Potter. It's a, a real food. Yeah, past, past, pa- I don't pa- know how to say it. <laughs> you should see the way that Nicole is holding her mouth. She's holding her mouth like a like an 18th century peasant. I can't explain it. Pasties. I'm away. Like you're, it's wench posture. You want some pasties? I do. do I I do call myself a podcast wench, so that makes sense. Okay, Scott underscore Buju. Tuna salad is made better by adding fennel seeds. Okay. I guess I love I love fennel seed in Italian sausage. I love fennel seed all the time. Fennel seed tastes like Mama Celeste pizza to me. That's like the one what? flavor. That is the one flavor that I have discerned from like an early age is fennel seed <laughs> in the sausage of the Mama Celeste Supreme Pizza oh. on sale for 79 cents. I never got the sausage. I would just get mm, pure oh, cheese. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, I would get pure cheese. I'm makes sorry. Sense. No pork like, in the house. Because I'm like, wait a second. What are you talking about? There's no fennel seeds in the cheese. No, no. The Supreme is the same price as the cheese. You can't afford not to get the Supreme. Okay. Okay. Got it. All right. Fester the Jester. Are quesadillas a sandwich? No. No, they're quesadillas. No, they're quesadillas. I, I believe a quesadilla is a taco. Um, yeah. Right? And the same way that grilled cheese is, is a sandwich. Um, I actually don't think quesadillas are tacos. I no? think quesadillas are their own dish. Why? How are they different from cheese. a Cheese. <laughs> you can put cheese, cheeses in many tacos. Cheese, pure cheese. Melted cheeses in but Big you can put, cheese. But you can put, <laughs> but you can certainly make a quesadilla on a smaller Large tortilla cheese. And actually, it's really funny. In, in Mexico, uh, shout out to Bill Esparza. Um, for eliminating this fact, there are quesadillas that do not have cheese in them, which sounds very strange huh? because case, right? Queso, quesa is like, you know, means cheese in what Spanish. What is it then? Um, I mean, it's just a, a regional name for a style of taco. Okay, I guess right? it's which a taco really now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, be- I believe a sandwich has to be on leavened bread. I think anything. What? Yeah. No, it doesn't. It absolutely does. You what, ever what? put two pieces of lavash between? Have you ever had a lavash I don't sandwich? think, I don't believe that's a sandwich. I believe that is depending on the... Part of the world you went, you were in. I believe a lavash wrap a is a taco. 
Pita's leavened. Oh my Pita gosh, we need to talk about this. Needs but that's tough. Then I see. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. If if a lavash isn't a sandwich, but a uh, pita is or a lafa, that's tough. So there has to be we'll a mathematical equation. We'll talk about. It. We'll talk about it on a podcast later. J C M Hale says French onion dip is a great sandwich spread, especially on a ham, turkey, and Colby Jack sub. I made French onion dip for the first time like two weeks ago. Wow, what a revelation! It's Loved so good. it. It's so good, but you have to let it sit in the fridge for twenty four hours. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely, and you have to let the onions cool. You're talking about like you can't like. Yeah, we made this for the the Funyun Funyun Bloom and Onion. Oh, I don't know about that. No, I what? made it like I made it like for the home? first time like with the with the Lipton with the Lipton seasoning. Oh, oh, oh you're talking about that? Yeah, we I yeah. I love that stuff. You just add it to the sour cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh, that stuff's absolutely. I thought you were talking about the like from scratch French onion dip that you made here, where no. we actually like, caramelized a bunch of shallots and onions. No, 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 it. none of that. No, just the powdered. That sounds good too. I love the powdered stuff and sour cream. I'd add a little bit of mayonnaise in there. That's pop really that on good. A sandwich. This sound, I can't believe I've never used it as a. This Sounds spread. delicious. Mm. Ah, mm. I do not like plain ruffles, but I love they're the only chip to dip <gasps> in French onion dip. They are. And oh. I've never done it, but I imagine it in my head right now, and mm-hmm. it is the only chip that you... Yep. You got to flip it upside down to get uh-huh. the French onion dip to be the first thing that touches your palate. Okay, I'm, I'm, and then I'm you doing p- it in my you, mind. You press it with your tongue uh-huh. against the roof of your mouth to yeah. shatter the ruffles, and, and it. <laughs> it shatters in such a uniform way because it has the ridges. Wow. It's just absolutely, oh, so pleasant. Wow, wow, Gosh. wow. That was really great. Thank Gosh. you. <laughs> At Strongbeard75, salted caramel is overrated. You're overrated. Uh, I see what you mean because <laughs> salted caramel is something that got so hype, right? It yeah. was like... You could you could charge three dollars more for dessert if you put a sprinkle like of salt. It. It's good. There there is no such thing as salted and unsalted caramel. There's only seasoned and under seasoned. You should Preach. be salting all your caramels. Preach. Adding salt to any dessert makes it better. The salty makes the sweet taste sweeter. Yeah, but you can't like you just want people to not say salted caramel anymore. Kind. I mean, it's like red velvet. It's one of those things. It's a trope. Like a legit red velvet cake is a really delicious thing. Yeah. And it has a lot of historicity behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that people are just dying cakes red. And then just calling it red velvet. Do you know like the history behind red velvet? Yeah, I do. Of course, I know that the the vinegar and the baking powder, or whatever, it comes together makes the color. And there's cocoa in it. And I know, I know, I understand. Well, yeah, but it was uh, cocoa used to be processed with alkaline. I'm sorry. Yes. So the yeah, vinegar yeah. and the baking soda together would make it a ruddy color. Yeah, yeah exactly. I totally know. But uh, what it is is, uh, I still think people put a little bit of cocoa in red velvet. I think sometimes, but I I think like. A lot of places don't like if you go to a normal like grocery mm-hmm. section, you know, mm-hmm. uh, bakery, and then they just have you know, you can tell by the color. I don't think they're di- I don't think they're just dying. I think vanilla. I think they're straight dying vanilla cakes. No, I think they're adding a little bit of frosting on it. I think they're adding a little bit of cocoa. I agree. I agree. I disagree. I like salted caramel. Okay, <laughs> my question is, what about like salted chocolate? I like salty chocolate do as well, you man. Think, you put a little finishing salt on a chocolate bar. Do you think that we should stop doing that? No, I don't think anyone should. I'm not trying to censor the salted caramel industry. He's just saying overrated. Okay, I'm sorry. I think it's overrated. I'm sorry. Sam.cube says, who has time for expensive restaurants whose serving sizes leave people hungry? This sounds like my dad. One time, <laughs> I took my dad. Sounds like all dads. I don't know if I told, I probably said this story like 15 times. I took my dad to a Michelin star restaurant whenever I was in culinary school because I had an interview there and it was in Vegas and then we had it and it was like really cute and really delicious and then he goes, okay, time to go to Nathan's for a hot dog. <laughs> so like this is a very like common thing and I agree, but you go to expensive restaurants to have a full experience. You're not going mm-hmm. there just for the food you're going there for the ambiance you're going there for the service you're going there for the bathrooms that are so nice have you ever been to like a really nice bathroom in a restaurant what's that one soap they all have it's like apothecary or oh my god it's no 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 uh 
There's one fancy soap and it feels and nice. And it's bothering me Aesop. Aesop, yeah, yeah, Aesop soap. They all have Aesop soap. I miss fancy restaurants. I, 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 I know I'm a, a garbage person who likes to eat <clears throat> Doritos over the trash. Um, I absolutely love fancy restaurants. And like yeah. you said, it's very cheap to fill your belly. Yeah, 30 is. cents of rice, you get a belly full of carbs that'll keep you sustained for a yep. long time, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so you go to a fancy restaurant, you might drop, you know, $100 or more on that. You're doing it to kind of be in service to some sort of art. Of course. In a way, right? Like not to like overstate the importance of food and all that. Mm-hmm. But that's what you're going there for. You're going there for the full experience. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with filling your belly. I don't want to leave a restaurant full, if anything. Yeah. Like that's not something sick. I look for at all in yeah. a restaurant. If I'm like ordering lunch for the office today, like I plan on ordering Zanku chicken right after this podcast. You are? And I know, yeah, you want in on that order? No. We all, we all, I talked to V and V and Trevor. No. Well, I was going to get the big family meal because for like 48 oh. bucks, you get two whole chickens and six large sides. See, that's when I look for like value. <laughs> Is when it's the middle of the day. I'm super hungry, full of Red Bull and podcast energy. Yeah. Uh, but if I'm going to a fancy restaurant, it is like not for the purpose of filling my belly. Totally. I will go to a taco truck afterwards and enjoy both experiences equally. Amen. At C France 94, are noodles in broth, pho, ramen, etc., a noodle dish or a soup dish if it can't be both? Oh, this is a great this is a, question. This is a really hard question to answer Very for. Very hard question. I don't feel like I am the the person to answer this. I don't know if that makes <laughs> you sense. You can opt out. You can pass. Yeah. You get that card. Yeah. I, I'm not like the authority to talk about this yet. I need to do a little bit more research. I need to eat a little bit more noodles and eat more soup. And then I will let you eat soup or do you drink soup? It's a noodle dish because soup doesn't exist. That's why I said that's why I said that soup doesn't exist because it makes this problem so much simpler, right? Like, it is simply the noodles exist, there are things on them, and that is all you can be sure about. That is what Descartes said. No, he didn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. Rene Descartes did not Rene say Descartes that. Rene Descartes said the noodles exist, therefore they're noodles. Uh, C- C.D. Uperior says, I don't know how to say that. C.D. Uperior? Okay. C.D. Uperior says, in my middle school, I would put honey mustard on school pizza. It was bomb F and I stand by it. Yeah, that sounds good because the pizza there was garbage and I know it. <laughs> yeah. Honey mustard makes almost everything taste better. Yesterday, I uh, I posted a, a, a tweet of a meal that I ate, which was which was eight <laughs> slices of lunch meat turkey uh, slathered in honey mustard. Turkey. I just I just wanted you know some a little protein pick me up, yeah. and I didn't want to put any effort into it. Yeah. And what a treat that honey mustard was on that turkey. I'm honey sure. mustard. Unbelievable, absolutely delicious. It was like just the grocery store stuff, which I'm sure is like mostly sugar and some mayonnaise, a little bit of mustard, Uh, but it's absolutely delicious. Um, I think we need to break the red sauce stranglehold on pizza. And so I would even love the idea of using a honey mustard, like barbecue sauce based pizza. Yeah, okay. Delicious. Barbecue chicken pizza. You want to put honey mustard on the base of the pizza? Well, honey mussy ham and gruyere? Come on, some caramelized onions on there? That sounds really good to me. It could work. Some it, freaking chives on it? No. Honey mussy? Come on. Give me the honey mussy. No. Well, honey mussy's ah. Come on. Honey mussy's ah. Stop saying mussy. <laughs> I think you're the reason I call it honey mussy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I created a monster. <laughs> I like honey mussy on my chicken nuggets, and it's okay on pizza. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on your team. Oh, no. I don't like this one. You don't have to say it. No, I want to say it. At Boof Me News. <laughs> I prefer baked chips for texture. I find regular chips oily. I eat them with feta, so it's not a health thing. Uh, what you want, Boof Me News, <laughs> is 
<laughs> Boof me news. Uh, what you want are called crackers. Yeah, uh, I which hate are, baked chips. Which I love. I I do not like them. Ugh. I love though. Like I mean, a, a, a baked pita chip is is perfectly fine. Yeah, no no doubt about that. But like a baked potato chip, like the Ugh. the weird octagonal baked lays. Ugh, stop it. No, to me it's like it's very offensive. Well, again though, if if you prefer it, that's totally fine. And you're just eating it with dry feta. I have a feeling this might be a whipped feta situation, but maybe mm, I'm just thinking too. Oof. I think too highly of this person. Bro, the fire feta at uh, what used to be called Daphne's Greek Cafe, Yala. then it turned into Daphne's California Grill, and now it's Yala. Yeah, Mediterranean Grill. Mm-hmm, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's the, one. the fire. But they kept the fire feta through all the name changes. It's like the only item they kept. Maybe the salad dressing too, but it is, it's just like feta whipped with maybe like yogurt and some sort of chilies. Probably lots of mayonnaise. Oh, probably lots of mayonnaise. Yeah, it's probably a lot of mayonnaise, right? Yeah, really good. I would love to dip chips in that. Even if they were baked, the fire feta would carry it through. Absolutely. BC Brat 8150 says, Coco Vaughn is king. Uh, Coco Vaughn was king. (laughs) But I mean, like who, who has Coco Vaughn nowadays? Who Makes Coco Vaughn. I have made Coco Vaughn once, and I didn't even use a real coke. I just used a kind of chicken. Because you're supposed to use like a, a, a bre- poulet a la breast, poulet, maybe? maybe? Poulet a la breast, I think All is All I know is that it's just a culinary school staple, and yeah, it's good, but yeah. it's not king. It's like, I don't know, a duke at most. <laughs> Who got him? Uh, I, I really, I, I love Coco Vaughn. It's, it's not something I would like really, it's not something I crave. It's like hearty. It's like make. too hearty. There's right a lot now. of those like French peasant dishes that are like really good. Like you were talking about the British food, you know, it's yeah. kind of like just hearty, rich food that tastes like pretty fantastic. Like I love a cassoulet. Cassoulet. I was going to say cassoulet yeah. is like my ideal French dish because mm. it's just cholent. I like, yeah, it is cholent. Oh my God. That's so <laughs> just funny. Cholent. Every culture figured out you just make a giant pot of beans with some stuff in it and it's pretty dang good. Yeah. Yams are the Switzerland of Thanksgiving dinner. Also, I love you guys. Oh, thank you at Lindsay Luhu. Uh, yams are the Switzerland. Let's break this down. Switzerland, uh, policy Neutral. of non-intervention, Neutral. neutrality, uh-huh. maybe fudged that one up in World War II. Also didn't give women the right to vote till the 70s, which what? is very bizarre. Switzerland was like the last country to give, I except for I think Luxembourg was like 1982. But Wow, how interesting. Apparently, I mean, from what I've read, I'm sure the Swiss suffragettes uh, in the movement would disagree. From what I read, though, there was kind of like a lot of people didn't want it. There's like, ah, we're fine. We're fine. We don't want to rock the boat. Uh, who really cares? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Switzerland. Uh, yams. I don't know. I think I think yams are actually kind of polarizing. Yeah, I don't think Especially yams with the marshmallows. Are, yams are not the Switzerland. I think stuffing is Switzerland. No, I think mashed potatoes is Switzerland. Oh, mashed potatoes. Because stuffing is at least stuffing is at least no, like no, no, temporally go. specific, right? No, you don't need that right. any other time. Mashed potatoes are like, look, if Correct. you want to fill your belly, we got mashed potatoes here. You could be eating them on any other night. It's not specific to this meal. Yeah, yeah. Here's just some white, creamy, inoffensive, starchy mashed potatoes. Correct. Well, also, glad we glad, glad we solved that problem. Yeah. Also, love you too, Lindsay Luhu. Yeah, for it, it feels good. It feels good for people. Yeah. You know, so many times it's very easy to get stuck on the negative comments. Like even like the one stars, like Sure. We have little brag here. I mean, there's like seventeen hundred five star reviews of this podcast, yeah. but you read one review that goes like, Josh sounds like an idiot. His <laughs> voice is dumb. And you go like, oh. And then you kind of ignore the seventeen hundred really positive, awesome ones. So yeah. thank you for saying 
that you love us. I love you too. And on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or Auto with the hashtag OpinionCasserole. And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. We'll see you next time. Come down to where Utica for new Lou Cheese Branch Dressing. No, we settled on Ithaca. Ithaca. Ithaca, not you. Is Utica even in New York? What is Utica? I, Isn't I there really... a movie called Utica? Uh, no, that's uh, Gattaca. Gattaca? Oh, do we get that on the mic? <laughs> that's the Red Bull and Eggs. <laughs>